you guys remember that episode from about a week or two ago talking about how Nikola Tesla wanted to harness energy from a supposed grid of sorts that encapsulates Earth, but we can't see with the human eye? Okay, this may in fact be a continuation of that simply because what occurred here may in fact have actually been that of a harnessing of this grid. So let's jump right into it. Now, this occurred, this event occurred back in 1980. So before I get into the nitty gritty of it, I just want to say this event was classified and still is as far as I know and as far as everyone else does. What's interesting about it is that these classified stories, it's like they almost scratch the surface of hitting the mainstream media, but they just barely get there. And what I mean by that is that far less reputable sites have to report on this. And I, I'm not trying to disrespect any of these sites. Uh, the sites I'm going to be referencing in this episode are very good. Uh, I would suggest you guys check them out. But in general, I'm just saying that this is part of some type of disinformation plan by allowing far, very credible but far less reputable or known sites to report on things, which makes things not as believable it makes it makes things not hit the mainstream news and therefore not hit the minds of the masses as much and that's part of the overall plan of it right with that being said according to newsintact.com and many other sources but i use newsintact because they're great and i quote back in 1980 some employees at the south carolina 3m plant were inspecting the large 20 foot wide polypropylene spools this plastic film was being slitten, cut, and transferred to other spool—sorry, to other spools—in order to create products for their signature stationary materials. Everything seemed normal that day, but the ever-present danger of the static cling produced by the rollers proved to make it the workers' unlucky day. The level of static on that day was so powerful that it could be measured in megavolts, an intensity of power nobody would want to hear. So on that summer day, something different occurred at that processing plant. The static field created an, an invisible wall similar to the ones we see in the movies. It was so powerful that it froze nearby workers in their place. Another employee in the plant, David Swenson, heard about the phenomenon and decided to further investigate with his handheld electrometer or electrometer. Upon entering the room, the needle immediately went all the way to the end of the, uh, uh, well, it says to the end, but to the end of the, the spectrum. As he walked closer to the machinery, his steps began to slow down and he began to struggle moving forward, end quote. Okay, this is cool, and I never honestly thought force fields would be so cool to talk about to tell you guys the truth, but when you really jump into it like the way you, you and I are doing, you can understand why it's exciting. So, first off, I'm not going to regurgitate or repeat anything of what I said in the episode about the, uh, the grid that encapsulates Earth. All I'm going to say is that there seems to be different grids based on my recent research after I did that episode, which is good that I have new info here, different grids within different realms but it's easier explained than that usually it's harder to explain than what i just referenced but it's all based in frequencies it's very simple it's all based in frequencies now one might say okay dave if it's so simple why can't we harness it you can <laughs> you can actually do it which is why i would dare to say and dare to propose no mainstream media story will pick this up because this article in and of itself 
has essentially proven the utilization of energy that is all around us to create a force field that is so strong and powerful that I would imagine no other object would be able to move simply because it defies that of what these frequencies that make up this force field are and what is composed of the majority of the universe, right? With that being said, what I also want to mention is that the fact that there's multiple grids you have one, for example, if you're if you astral project, apparently you can see it. Um, that's just one of many. Apparently, if you check with a certain type, a very specific type of thermal vision, you could see it. With other types of vision that we are publicly not aware of, but the military has in its possession, we can see it. Supposedly, w when you view the Akashic records, you can see a, a different type of grid pinpointing different types of geographical locations that surround surround the earth project looking glass which is an episode i did maybe two or three months ago where it's a device that utilizes those akashic records can see those things as well now what's also interesting is the fact that this occurred at a 3m plant okay fine it occurred in 1980 but ironic enough everyone i would dare to say most people know the name 3m particularly because of covid <laughs> um, I, I would dare to say that 3M is probably one of the biggest producers of masks and, and protective equipment. So everyone has just by nature been able to become more familiar with the company. I mean, they've been around for a very long time and all that. But anyways, the point is, is that this can actually be harnessed anywhere, which is why they they probably use the most serious implic implicative effort to cover this up. Because usually what will happen is they'll say, okay, this will get into the public and people will talk about it. And so certain people will start to say, okay, why haven't we uh, heard about this in the news? So then what the government will do is they'll essentially use their CIA operatives within Hollywood or within the news and the mainstream media to say, okay, listen, you know what? They'll pick one network and say, run the story quickly, make it a small story, just kind of run the story so people could say, well, it was covered in the news right? But that's when they're pretty sure that no one's going to look further. In the case of this situation, when they believe that people will look further, it's immediately don't run the story, don't acknowledge it, it's shut down. Now, of course, to, to erase or censor stories from third-party websites or less known news sites like newsintact.com would become too obvious so they wouldn't do that i mean they can but it would just lead and open a whole other can of worms that on the front end legally would pose issues for them too so and i'm not talking about newsintact.com specifically i just use that as an example but this is why these types of sites report this now with that being said there has been no one to come out to deny this either some workers that have been interviewed by other outlets have said this is true, but then ultimately that outlet that interviewed these people were not even allowed to run the story. So at that point, what, what good is it if you talk to someone who was there when it happened, if they can't run the story? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? With that being said, I want to take you guys to a website called news.ycombinator.com. Seems to be a forum-based site, which is pretty cool, but... One of the forums they talk about was, and this is back in 2011, by the way, was a post discussing a thread that had to do with the invisible electrostatic wall at the 3M adhesive tape plant back in 1980. Now, this is someone by the name of Chuck MCM who posted this on November 24th, 2011. Now, I want to tell you guys that 
I'm not someone who just goes and looks at forums and threads and reads and finds something interesting to and then I use it for the show. This will probably be one of the few times I ever reference a random person's post, but I found it interesting enough to share. So he says, and I quote, we did this experiment back in college. If you get sufficient charge, you repel you repel by charge of the same polarity. I would speculate that the charge on people was the same as the charge being created in the spooling area. It is a giant Van de Graaff generator type apparatus after all. That would also correlate with the humidity component as the humid air would have a lower electric uh, dielectric effect and you would get a lower max charge due to leakage in the surrounding environment. The edge of that electric field would feel to you exactly like you were a magnet of the same pole trying to move into it. Per some other comments here, the biggest risk would no doubt be creating a conductive path for the charge to dissipate. At those levels, it can and does ionize air and create lightning. End quote. Okay. So yes, could you do this at home? Yeah, but you can't control it. At least not to my knowledge, at least not to this gentleman's knowledge. And I don't mean to be going off the word of a guy that I never met from who made a post nine years ago, obviously. But it's almost like that this is what it's come to because no one else will cover it. No one else will talk about it. So I'm kind of stuck with what I have here, right? Which is why I love when you guys comment about these things because you help add to the conversation, which is freaking phenomenal. But anyways... This is an experiment that essentially proves that, okay, again, even though we may not know on a public level how to harness this type of energy, it proves that the concept of energy being all around us is in fact true. I mean, listen, we can't dispute it at this point. We don't know, at least publicly, the top minds in the world don't know what makes up 95% of everything that we live in live in. Or that makes up this existence, which is why the whole theory of everything is so hard to figure out, at least on a public level. This is something, this is probably some of the most basic weaponry the military has had for God knows how long. Could have been reverse engineered from UFOs from Roswell, could have been reverse engineered at some point in time. This is nothing, but it's so much more than nothing when you look at it from the perspective of creating something that could protect you literally. Now... What I've also been told, and the reason why I don't want to discuss this so much is because I've been told by a source that someone was able to do this and encapsulate their house. Now, the thing about this is that supposedly this person has not literally been able to leave their home. Uh, This is in uh, Las Vegas. But there are certain parts of this force field that are weaker than others which allows certain things like food and all that to be thrown through by a friend of his that lets him eat and all that. And I know how ridiculous that sounds, but we have to consider all the possibilities and all of the options here of what this could be. Because again, we're not going off of anything official, so to speak. We're going off of eyewitnesses, people who actually experienced it, people who have reconducted this type of experiment before. And so... This is one of the reasons why I feel like publicly the academia community will never come out with this, nor do I think that they even know. And if they get close to knowing, they're either silenced, bought off, or they're brought into the tent of the classified experiments. Because I think if they they know, institutions know, and I believe they're scared at this point in time because they know we're getting closer and closer each day. They know that if we figure out how to harness certain things, they won't be able to control us. And... 
that can go either way. That can work in the sense of somebody who is robbing a bank if he can find a way to harness this force field energy. Bullets being shot at him, police coming after him will mean nothing. Right? I mean, it could also be used in the more positive sense, but because it's when it's used positively, there's nothing to complain about or worry about. When it's used negatively, that is where most of the issue lies. Right? So, what I find interesting too is that this factory was essentially shut down almost immediately after and seized by the United States Air Force. Again, why is the Air Force involved in this? Like, okay, fine, this is 1980. Clearly, there was still a time in progression where their knowledge was not as advanced as it is now. I mean, that's just the way things go. Whether you're extremely advanced or you're not, time solves a lot of issues, right? Why would the government take it over? Because they want to know what happened. Allegedly, it's still under 3M's name to not look like there was some massive legal or financial seizure, but apparently they silenced 3M with enough money to buy off the plant but still keep it under their name. And so this is how they operate. They use these subtle instances to come cover things up, acquire the land, make a massive buyout, bribery, hush money, whatever you want to call it. And they do this over and over again, particularly to companies that are so large that stories like this could be brushed away almost instantly, right? So, one other thing I want to mention that I find significant enough, again, this is according to ghosttheory.com, is that, and I quote, one of the most dangerous aspects besides the fast-moving spools was the static cling that this energy produced. The static can be measured by the megavolt, making it a powerful shock if you happen to get zapped. And that's another thing too, by the way, people who were outside of this, uh, what they tried to dictate mentally as this, this bubble, because they didn't understand it was a force field. People who got really close had issues moving, and then if they were able to get even right up to this energy field, immediately they were zapped as if lightning kind of struck them in a much smaller sense. Now, continuing this, however, on an otherwise normal summer day, something strange occurred in the processing plant. The static produced by the rollers of 3M and the, uh, the energy, internal energy, combined with the humidity, created that wall. End quote. Lightning comes after rain, right? Rain is humid. You see where I'm getting at here? You see the connection? Which is why it's, okay, you might need some tools and all that, but it's so simple to do if you know what you're doing which is why they won't disclose it publicly nor ever acknowledge it but if someone experimented with it dangerously enough that they were able to detect it you'd be sure as hell that person would either be paid off and silenced and whatever property he experimented with it on would be taken over maybe to reverse the energy field there to bring it back to a normal setting or to study it and see what extent that person within their home or what have you experimented on it's the same thing over and over, guys. I mean, at this point, if, 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 and I'm sure you guys are, but I say this generally, if people aren't catching on at this point, it's like, come on, how much more evidence does one need at this point in time, particularly pertaining to the force field thing, right? So please let me know what you guys think. I think that this is a subject that needs to be covered immensely because it's something that we can harness and we can actually help take it one step further so that we can become independent of those trying to control us in various aspects of our lives. So again, thank you so much for listening or watching, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.